Pick the Nintendo Shack and pray. Frederick from Fire Emblem Awakening says, yo. Greetings, Koopalings! Welcome to this week's episode of the Nintendo Shack Podcast. Happy Easter to those who celebrate it. Happy Passover, happy Ramadan, lots of holidays happening. Easter Shack. Easter Shack, for sure. How are you doing, Donnie? I'm pretty good, I'm pretty good. Feeling good. Played a lot of games yesterday. Good. Having a pretty good weekend. I think we're both feeling better than we were last week. Yeah, I'm in better spirits than last week. (laughs) Yeah, me too. Although I had a heck of a week for my spring break. Oh my gosh. I, um, you might remember, I don't know if you're, if you heard all of this when it happened last time, but in August, you know how I adopted Frisk, my cat back in June last year. And in Mm -hmm. August, he was a stray, you know, I don't know any about anything about his history, but in August he threw up and had worms in it and I had to go to the vet and get it, you know, get him dewormed with medication and stuff. And then, he was like cleared. He was okay. And then in November, it happened again. He threw up. There were more worms. It was gross. Took him back to the vet. Got a more aggressive treatment. Sure. Cleared. You know, they they did tests and stuff. He was okay. No more signs of it. And, you know, that was November. I thought we were in the clear. But a couple days ago, he threw up and there were worms back. in it again. Yeah. I was so upset. I'm like, oh, my gosh. How many times do I have to go through this? How many times does he have to go through this? So I took him back to the vet and we're like, okay, like, you know, we're going to do the medication again, but we're also going to do a couple other things. Like you need to give him, you know, the monthly, I don't know if you do this with like your dogs or cats, but like that revolution kind of liquid mm-hmm. that you put on the back of the yeah. neck to like, get yeah, like and ticks. there's like a kind that is preventative for like round she does worm it annually. Annually. Okay. Yeah. They gave me one to do every month for six months And uh, they told me to uh, clean out completely his litter box and bleach it every two weeks for the next six weeks. And so yesterday, me and my mom spent like hours just not just doing that, but like bleaching the whole bathroom, you know, any kind of trace, like the whole floor, like every single inch. Like, I'm not going to do that every two weeks, but like. Oh my gosh, I just feel bad for him. And it was a $345 vet yeah. bill. <laughs> and then he um, he hates the car. But normally he's like a good car rider. He just meows. But then just to like cherry on top of it, he had an accident and peed in the carrier on the car ride home. And I got all over him. So then as soon as we got home, after <laughs> I paid $345, I had to like stick him in the bath and clean him off. Uh, so that was That's my life. That's a day. I feel you. I had a day like that last week myself. And then I come home and I'm like, you know what? You know, after we clean, clean the bathroom and, you know, that whole day, I'm like sitting down, getting ready to stream, have like a really like happy evening. And then I hear the news that Taylor Swift and her longtime boyfriend, Joe Alwyn, have apparently broken up. Donnie, I didn't even know she was in a relationship. This was like a. She's written four albums with like love songs about how happy she is with him and how he's like the one. And like, if there's no hope for them, then what hope who, who is there is for it? anyone else? Who's this person? Joe Alwyn. 
I didn't even know this person existed until he's a time. movie star. He's a British movie star, <laughs> and they have co-written songs together. She has never co-written songs. I thought with all of her songs were other. about like no breakups. That was like fifteen years ago, Donnie. Catch Jesus. up with the times. I'm dating myself. Yes, she has been in a relationship with him for almost seven years, and well, good. Like, Maybe her next album would be amazing. You know, that's the issue with Atlanta. Atlantis. She's just been too happy for too long. Need someone to break her heart again. Well, apparently the breakup was amicable, Uh-oh. and it had Maybe brought its course. What's trading up? Yeah, he was getting, perfect to her. She's getting a new bow. Well, she's touring right now, so she's probably going to take some time to herself. But I'm All going right. to see her in May, and she is going to sing those songs about how in love <laughs> she is with him, with a straight face to us. Okay. I'm I'm sorry for your loss. Yeah, it was just really heartbreaking. I'm normally not one to get like all caught up in celebrity relationships, but like I'm a little surprised. This one sucks. I could care less about celebrities. Normally, (laughs) that's me too. Normally, I do not care. But I honestly didn't know this person existed. (laughs) And they were very private with their relationship. They must be, yeah, because I know that she had like she dated uh, John Mayer, right? Oh, we hate him. Right. That that I know. I think I've picked that up from my wife and daughter. They they don't like him or something. I no, he dated her. He was thirty three, and was she it like was through osmosis. 19. Through osmosis, I get some of this. Taylor and Swift. he took advantage of her as a child. She was nineteen. That's a child, and broke her heart. And she was too young for him. Mm. He should have known better. He was thirty three. Mm. Yeah, we hate John Mayer. We hate John Mayer, and we hate Jake Gyllenhaal. Jake Gyllenhaal too? Oh, we can't stand him. What? Yeah. Great actor. He broke, he broke her heart. She Incredible wrote a actor. ten minute heartbreaking song about him. Damn, he must have he must have meant something then. Good for him. Yeah. What? Good for him. What? <laughs> At this point, it's an honor to have a song written about you by Taylor Swift. Yeah, but wouldn't you rather like <laughs> That's a, career a song boost. called Good for Lover you. and Lavender Haze, like all of these nice songs about you rather than like a 10 minute you ruined my life song? I, I guess. Better something than nothing at all, though. Right? right? Better to have loved and lost than to have not loved at all. It just feels like my parents are getting divorced, Donnie. That's what it feels like. This is that's this for you. Yes. Okay. I'm clearly like in the wrong demographic to be talking about this with you. <laughs> okay, I hate the comments that she might be the problem. I'm sorry, but when you're I, in your teens and hey, early twenties, you're allowed hey. to date. Like it's not unusual to be dating a lot of people in your teens and early twenties. And I'm sorry, three year six years. How 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 long have you been in a relationship at that age? Like. Come on, Joe. P- Half the people who say that would be able to be in a six-year relationship. <laughs> to end it amicably. <clears throat> That's not you're the problem. I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? I mean, can't be having teenagers out here dating 35-year-olds or whatever. Okay, that is not the teenager's fault. If the 35-year-old is dating a 19-year-old, that's the 35-year-old. I'm, I'm aware of, of of legal and the way you would want to maybe assign blame, but it's not like the other person has no blame. When you're 19 and you're wooed by an older celebrity, that is not the teenager's fault, and that is called victim blaming. 
Mm, okay. Well, I'm just saying there's, there's two sides to every story. Okay. <laughs> I don't even know what's happening. I just like, I just like messing with you. <laughs> what that's do you the, mean she knew what she was doing? That's when the only like, enjoyment I get what? out of this. Joe's, Joe's with could, me. Nobody this can great. look at me with a straight face and say <clears throat> they didn't make bad decisions at 19 because you thought you knew everything at that age. My daughter thinks she knows everything at every age. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And if she dated somebody who was 14 years older than her and she thought that she was making the right decision, you would probably be pissed off too. She wouldn't. That's the difference. I don't know where Taylor's yeah. dad was, but like she oh, would have went par- down on my watch. Were, her parents were not happy with it either. Oh, well, yeah, but it wouldn't go down on my watch. Anyway, I saw the Mario anyway. movie. <clears throat> yes, this Mario movie. It's taking over the world. I'm not even on Twitter, and I can't I can't even escape from it. I, I signed in to Twitter to post our our questions, and and I have like 30 notifications from Sean about this damn movie and how much money he's making. I feel, I feel required to let the world know that Sean Capri thought it was going to make a billion dollars. Apparently we didn't agree with him. So he keeps well, tagging us. It's not going to make a billion dollars, but it's a very good movie. And I know you were not on the hype train at all. None, not even with all of the hype surrounding it coming out of it. You would really appreciate all. I'm of sure the- I will. I'll watch okay. it. I wasn't finished. I'm sorry. <laughs> Continue. You would appreciate all. So the movie wise, it was fine. You know, it was a good movie. It wasn't anything cinematic masterpiece, groundbreaking, any kind of anything that hasn't already been done before. But I feel like it was a very love letter for our age for the fans who like have been with Nintendo, not just Mario, but Nintendo for all the while because of all of the little background references that they sneak in and all the little references and the soundtrack and just like little things that like, I went to go see it with my parents who like don't know anything about Mario and they liked it for the movie, but they would not have gotten what, you know, you and I would get out of it with all of the little references that were just like a big smile on my face the whole time like when the galaxy theme played and like seeing like you know the guy wearing a hat that says a wrecking crew like that's the kind of stuff we would get you know it was very good you can talk oh, i can talk now i got you gotcha thank you i'm back in um yeah no that's that seems to be what the folks in the discord are saying they're saying that you know we got all the folks in the chat talking about how great the soundtrack is and how that seems to be a common thing everybody loves the music and i'm i'm sure it was going to be chock full of that i I remember similar things when i watched like wreck it ralph and stuff i mean that seems to be kind of like how these movies go they're almost like they're they're animation and cartoons they're very you know, child friendly, but they're all also, you know, this, this has just been like an adult animation theme for like the last, what, 20 years where they're just chocked full of like Easter egg references and nostalgia oh, yeah. Yeah, and yeah, just yeah. make people feel nostalgic and happy. That's, ex- that's exactly what I thought it was going to be. And to be honest with you, that's exactly what it should be. Mm-hmm. So good for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I do think that they, you know, they did it the right way. Like it wasn't, I mean, the story was fine. Like, I think on the story level, it was just, like, good, like, family movie. Um, But just, like, little things, like, 
they had the Star Fox R-Wing on top of the TV. They had like an NES box that he was playing. Um, it was like Kid Icarus or something at nice. one point. Uh, Charles Martinet was, uh, had a couple cameos and like you could very clearly tell it was him. Oh, that's it was good. Like, it was done in like a really tasteful way, I think. You know, because I think people were disappointed that he like was just going to get like a little cameo role. But I he had two roles and it was very good. I won't spoil because I know some people haven't seen it yet. But um, yeah, I'm glad that I went to go see it. And I know there's like a lot of talk about what else, you know, Nintendo should do for movies. And I think we have several of those questions. Yeah, I mean, I'll (laughs) I'll say my I'll, I'll say my thoughts for that then. But like, I don't know. I was happy with it. Good. Good. I'm sure I'll watch it whenever it comes to a streaming platform. Yeah, you should because I know Peacock you like or it. HBO or something. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know. I know that Jack will like it. Yeah. <clears throat> My daughter hates everything that we like now. She's in that Aww. stage, so I, I think maybe she'll enjoy it when she's like 25 out Probably. on her own or something. But yeah, yeah, I'm sure. We, I'm sure we'll like it. Uh, just not willing to go to the theaters for it. That's all. That's fair. That's fair. Movies are expensive, yo, dude. I took I went Melissa to, a to see. Went to John Wick. Bucks. It was seventy five dollars. Holy crap! Between Record? tickets, two? no, two, two, two tickets, two drinks, one popcorn, mm. seventy five bucks. Oh my bucks. gosh, that's insane! It's insane. That's so <laughs> insane. Like that's not worth it. <laughs> I watched a TikTok where somebody was like. Here are the reasons people don't like movies anymore. And he just goes on and on about like, he's like, the screens aren't as good. The chairs aren't as good. I was like, no, 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 none of this matters. It's so expensive to go to a movie. That's why people don't want to go anymore. Mm -hmm. Like, that's it. When I went to the movies, I could go to the movies for like 10 bucks. And I hate sounding like so damn old. But like, you could just get a ticket for like six or seven dollars. Right. Like drinks, drinks are expensive, but they were expensive, like five bucks. Yeah. Not seventeen fifty for a large. They're like, what? Yeah. What is the matter with <laughs> this? Is egregious. I don't even buy, you know, the concessions anymore. Like, if I want to bring like a little snack, I'll get something from like Wawa or like sure. you know, a little box of candy for like a dollar fifty at the yeah, at Wawa, and then bring it through the roof, man. And and the sad part is, I'm going to go to the movies several times this year. I haven't been excited for movies uh, in like in a year. Yeah, in quite a bit. So with John Wick, we've got um, Evil Dead. There's the Fast and Furious thing. There's um, the Chris Nolan movie. Like, there's, there's, I feel like there's ten movies I want to see in theaters this year, and it's going to cost me a ton. I need a good drive-in. Like, I miss. We have a drive-in in Atlanta, but it's all the way downtown Atlanta, and um, not the best place to catch a movie. But yeah, I'm feeling you on the movie thing. I wish drive-ins would make a comeback too. I went to one a couple years ago. It was like showing an old movie that wasn't showing like something that was out now. And uh, it was, like, I like that because I like not being around people that are making noise. And I like, you know, being in my own comfort, my own little bubble. It was during yep. the pandemic, actually. You can bring uh, your own stuff. Back. Yeah. 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 I don't know how long movies are going to be around. I mean, I think they've got to deal with the theaters to keep getting new releases, but it just seems antiquated. I liked it during the pandemic when I could just rent a movie at home. Even expensive. It was like, even mm-hmm. if it was like 25 bucks, man, that's that's still a, cheaper. A, a third of what I pay to go see it at the movie theater. I'd much rather just and play it in the home. you're in the comfort of your home and you exactly. know there's not going to be people bothering you and you know that, you know, you're safe and you know that, like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It is better. I have a nice TV. I've got beautiful lights. I've got great sound, you know, like, mm-hmm. I'd much rather watch it at home. You can pause it if you need to go to the bathroom and not miss anything. 
Got my own popcorn maker. Your own popcorn, so. which probably costs like, you know, two bucks instead of yeah. nine. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry to hear about your week with Frisk. That's <sighs> it's okay. Challenging. The good news is, like, I feel like if, if anything, like, it's not that bad because they said adult cats will, like, not really be affected too badly from it. Like, he's eating normally. He's acting normally. His behavior's totally fine. Like, it could be worse. So I'm, I just, like, want it to be done with. Like, I'm sick of, like, it coming back. So I just sure. hope this is, like, the last time. Like, yeah, I think everything. when that happens, we haven't had that happen too often. But, like, when we had it, when we adopted all those kittens, they had worms. And I think yeah. it was one of those things where you just didn't run the dewormer, like, long enough. Like, you've mm-hmm. just got to, you know, get it completely done in one cycle. Yeah. Yeah, so that was that. And then besides that, this was my spring break and uh, I played a lot of Advance Wars, which uh, I'm Ooh. reviewing. I put out my preview uh, this past week on Wednesday, so you can read my preview with my initial thoughts so far. But I have played a little bit more since I published that. I'm almost done, I think, with the first game. The okay. game comes out later this month, so I'm almost done with the first game. I'm playing on casual mode and like Either it's like like still kind of tough or I'm just like really bad at tactics games or like maybe a mix of both. But like there are a couple missions that I had to try a couple times because like I was just getting demolished by oh, no. the enemy team. There's this thing called Fog of War where um, like the parts of the battlefield are like in a fog. So like you can't see where the enemy is and like all of a sudden like they'll start coming after me and like i didn't know they were there and then i die but i like that there are multiple win scenarios like victory scenarios like i don't did you you played the original advance wars yeah Mm -hmm. like how you can either win by capturing their headquarters or by defeating all of their enemy units and i like that because sometimes like if i try to like capture the headquarters and i'm like okay there's no way i'm going to be able to do this like then i can just win the next try by just brute force killing everybody sure um or vice versa like if i have trouble you don't play you don't play a lot of games like this do you no i don't yeah okay this is like totally out of my comfort zone but like i'm enjoying it too like um there's some things that like I'm not liking or like that I wish was different. Like I think it's a big mistake that there's no touchscreen support on this game. I do uh, play a yeah. lot of handheld mode, and I feel like this is the perfect game to be like, hmm, RTS. Like, let me drag this guy over here, yeah. tap tap tap. Like let me go to my menu, tap tap tap. But like it's not, and like it feels like it could be like a little clunky, like with the controls. But like I just feel like touchscreen would have been a lot better. So I'm sad that they didn't do that. But, uh, I mean, that's not, like, a huge deal. The story is, like, really stupid. It's, like, I'm, over, I'm so over it. Like, it's so silly. Like, it feels like teeny definitely is drama. Silly. But, like, yes. I have a question. I have a question. Like, is this supposed to be, and, like, I don't know if this is, like, translated as well with, like, the original as it is in this one. Is it supposed to be, like, a bunch of friends playing a board game together? Or is it supposed to be, like, real life? Um... It's been you a know very what I mean long time. You know, no, I do. It's been so long. I haven't played this game since I want to say Virtual Console on Wii U. I want to say that. I think they put it out. It wasn't a part of the GBA thing that they did. I think that was the it, last time I played Advance Wars. Might have been because it's like, been I feel, that long. That's like since the last time I played it. Since the time I actually 
played it played it. it's yeah. been so long yeah I, I can't i don't know i just remember it being goofy and i like those goofy. funny things and i love the like the little comic stuff that pops out and the dialogue yeah. is just dumb i remember thinking that was really funny at the time now again that time was 15 years ago yeah. i have no idea how i feel about it now it's just very like <laughs> contrasting like war and like artillery units and invasion and colonization versus like silly like she was my rival in high exactly. school like that's yeah. my ex-boyfriend exactly. like it's just like you're going like it's it's not the seriousness of the tone is like doesn't match up i think with like warfare so that's why i'm like wondering is this and like i don't know if i'm just projecting because like they're they look like little board game figures like they look like little toys on a grid and so, mm-hmm. like, I know that's the art style, but, like, is that supposed to be, like, and, like, the background, like, I, I wish I could explain this better. I, I'll need to, like, pull up a screenshot or something. But, like, the whole background looks like it's it could be a table with, like, the board on it. So, no, I, you know, I get exactly what you're saying. I, I, I don't I don't recall remember ever hearing or playing from the game of, like, some sort of, you know, fourth wall moment yeah. at the end where their kids playing on, yeah. a, on a i don't i never got that and it might not it might not even be that explicit you know where it like re- but that revealed, juxtaposition but like, that you're yeah. describing is honestly so much that i remember like the best part for me is like the fun part that's the that's the reason my i'm excited for it that's why i was yeah. so excited when i saw it come back i was like oh man um because that you know i mean maybe slightly nostalgic but i it's such a departure from like fire emblem right mm-hmm. um so where fire emblem can be i mean can be definitely can be silly but like anime silly fire emblem oftentimes is very dramatic you know and it's and it's very like double crossing and 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 family drama and all of that type of stuff like advanced wars was silly silly is a really yeah. good way of putting it just much it sillier. Is silly. yeah it is uh it does feel new when i'm playing it doesn't feel like it's a dated game it does feel like something that you know could come out now although there are like a you know a couple lines or two of dialogue here or there where like i noticed one where she was like look at this um poor i forget exactly what it was it was like this portable screen monitor or something and like that dialogue felt very 2001 and not like <laughs> it was like they could have changed it to be like look at you know i don't know to something look at this modern. ipad like then i know they're not going to say iPad, no i want it like, i that's i want it i want all of that look at the blueberries look at the blackberry screen on that like yes let's do it I read and I'm like, wow, that's like a weird way of saying that. And then I remembered, oh, wait, this dialogue is from before iPhones, before like regular, you know, screens. Um, But yeah, it does feel, you know, modern gameplay. It does feel like it's, you know, pretty simplistic uh, tactics game. Like, I don't know. I've never played Fire Emblem. I'm sure it's a lot more involved, but it's, uh, it's, it's. Fire Emblem is more detailed. Yeah. Yeah. Fire Emblem. Can you group units in Advance Wars? So you can, I don't know if you this pair is them you off. mean. Yeah, if like you have two of the same type that have taken damage and they're near each other, you can combine them to like create one healed mm, unit. I gotcha. One of the things I liked on Fire Emblem on 3DS, in addition to you know, touch screen and dual screen stuff that you could do with the stylus and all that, but you could, at one point you could group units together. And I've missed it because it's not something they've allowed to do ever. And it just made the time of moving units one by one by one by one by one so much faster. 
And it's one thing that I've noticed a lot with console, with the console releases. I'm like, I really miss that. Because mm-hmm. on console, it can feel really long. When you're sitting there one by one. You grab the unit yeah. and move the unit. You go grab the other unit, move the unit. And it was a lot nicer in Fire Emblem because a lot of times I will move them in. I'll create like little waves, like little packs of my units together. And I'll always kind of keep two or three next to each other. Yeah. And I've always wanted like, just let me pair them as like a battalion or a team. Just let me move them all at once mm-hmm. as opposed to, you know, having to do it, you know, this way. That can be a little yeah. tedious. But but on the higher difficulties, that's almost necessary. Like you have to be very strategic about where you place every single unit. Yes. My turns take a long time. Yeah. Like I feel like I am sitting there for like 10, 20 minutes before I click next turn. <laughs> Just to like make sure that I've placed everything exactly where I want it to be. Like, you know, that I didn't make any stupid mistakes. And so like, yeah, the turns can be really long. And that's- um yeah. I love these games. I have such a soft spot in my heart for this style of game. Um, my first foray into PC games was like RTS Battle Sims. And I, I always, honestly, I think it's always like an evolution of chess. When I was in middle mm-hmm. school, I was in chess club. So I just kind of took to these games very, you know, naturally. And I love this this era, Advance Wars. Oh, man, I've played Advance Wars. I've played Battalion Wars. I've played End War, played Fire Emblem. That is like the golden age for these games. That's, That's why I was so excited for Advance Wars to come back, and I, I hope it sells well. I don't think it will, um, but I'm hoping that it's it'll sell. I would love to see a new Advance Wars game. Ultimately, is what I'm trying to say, I would really mm-hmm. love to see. I've during the the 3DS era felt crazy that we never got an Advance Wars with how much Fire Emblem kept taking off. They just kept doing Fire Emblem, Fire Emblem, Fire Emblem. And I realize it's more popular, but like why not go back and forth or at least have a spinoff every couple of years? Like it, it always blew my mind that we just never got another advance. Yeah. Whereas this almost feels too late at this point. Like the time for this was like five years ago. I feel like they probably figure that the niche has been filled with fire, fire emblem. Yeah. And fire emblem still for all its popularity still isn't a giant seller, you know, like, no, it's gotten yeah. bigger, but yeah. Uh, is there a rewind feature like in Fire Emblem? Um, I don't know what the rewind feature in Fire Emblem is like. There's no like undo button or anything. The only thing you can do is restart your turn entirely. So like if you did your whole turn but didn't move on to, you know, didn't end the turn and you're like, okay, this went really badly, you can reset that entire day. And so, like, you can fix those mistakes, but, like, then you have to just do it all over again. Gotcha. Which is nice. I have used that multiple times. Fire Emblem usually get, like, some sort of item or something that lets you rewind, and you can actually go back movement by movement by movement. Mm. Yeah, that would be nice. You can basically restore to this point. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm glad you're enjoying it. I look forward to your final review. I read your preview. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. So yes, I will. Uh, I'll finish that up. I'm hoping to finish the first game today or tomorrow uh, if I have some time today, and then I'll move on to the second game and hopefully, you know, fly through that one. The, uh, the game it, comes out on the 21st. How's it look? How's it run? No it's issues? pretty. Um, I mean, I don't have the eye. You know, I don't have the eye for like how it runs, but like yeah, but you're not noticing game. anything. There's not. No, there's not. No, there's nothing like. I mean, it's not. Doesn't I don't think it right. requires a whole lot of like manpower or uh, like you know computing power. Um, yeah, it's it's pretty. I like it. I like the um, contrast between like the toy like little 
tanks and objects on the screen and stuff. You know, they look very like that Link's Awakening kind of style. Yeah. Um, contrast to the very like flat anime, like anime cartoon style of like the cutscenes of like the yeah. characters. It's very nice. Yeah. I like Sammy, the girl Sammy. She's very yes. cool. Yeah. yeah, she's she's got all kinds of swag and t-shirts and hoodies and stuff you can get. I like her. Orange Star, yeah. Vance Wars is cool. And like in a niche underground kind of way. Probably feel a lot like Advance Wars, like how people might feel about like Golden Sun or F Zero or something like that. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, yeah. So that's what I've been up to. What about you? Um, downside of playing or of doing two podcasts a week as opposed to just my one is that sometimes you're going to feel a little repetitive. So anybody that listens to me on PSVG as well, I apologize. But yeah, it's still just Dredge. I'm playing Dredge. That's that boat game that I talked about it came out recently. I'm playing on PC. I'm not playing it on switch, but it is on switch and you can go play it. And, um, I love it. The game has taken over my life played it oh, for like five hours. It's really, really, really good. Um, good. Yeah. Probably might be at the top of my list right now for the year already. Um, nice. It's crazy to say, cause like it has no business being compared to games like resident evil or, or hi-fi rush and things like that. But why not? Uh, I mean, just, I think for most people, they'll, you know, they just miss it as indie game. But, you know, for me, it's all about fun and my yeah. fun value, my enjoyment factors through the roof with this game. That's um, all matters. It's addictive. And I have this part of me where these sorts of games really get to me, where you go out, you fish, you get your stuff, you come back, you sell it, you upgrade your boat, you can go a little further, you can stay out a little longer, you can go a little faster, and you just keep doing it. And that simple loop, when I find something that's really enjoyable, like the little mini games, little fishing game, when it's really kind of wind wakery and it's kind of pretty and I enjoy just being out there, it's so much fun. I'll just sit there. Yesterday, I, yesterday I had to go pick up groceries. I was like, all right, I got to go pick up groceries. I got two hours. I'm just going to I'm gonna play a little of this and I'm going to hop in the shower. And I played all of it until I was 30 minutes late, late to pick up my groceries. Like, <laughs> I just keep playing and keep playing and that's keep good. playing. I, I have a hard time putting it down. It, it Honestly, it'd be dangerous if I had this on portable. There's like a part of me that's like glad I didn't get it on Switch because I'm like, this this would be a problem. If I could just do this at all times, carry this around with me, this would be a problem. Um, but yeah, I have an addictive tendency. you find thinking about these games when you're not playing them? Yeah. I yeah. Can't. Well, yes, because when you go out there, it's not it's not as simple as I'm making it sound. When you go out there... There are certain items that are required to fish in certain spots. There's certain fish that you need nets for versus rods versus deep rods versus shallow rods versus ocean versus like, mm-hmm. so there's all of these different attributes that, so there's like a, you have to like prep and do your loadout and you have to go out with like a mission. So it's a lot of like checking out your map, checking out, checking out your missions. There are like side stories. You meet these people and they ask you to do things for them, to go fetch things, to go build things um, that in that advance the story. The story is real dark and sinister. There's like, like monsters and stuff and they come out at night and you get scared and all kinds of crazy stuff happens. So there's like a lot of different factors, like vibes that are like getting to me. It's like wind waker, but there's like a horror tone, but it's like this, run base cult of the lamb like progression and it's like all of that into one it also and for sounds those a little you, like pikmin too with like things happening at night yeah yeah well no the new pikmin is the first one that we're out at night oh. but but in pikmin you like you have to get back before, before like oh, okay. yeah yeah so it's just it's just really good 
And I think for a lot of people that have heard me talk about games for a long time, you can start to pick up the little different layers as to why a game like this is fit for me. I don't think this game would be for everybody. It's it's pretty grindy. Um, I've I've already found a few exploits to kind of cheese the like the money system and the upgrades to kind of speed it up. But I mean, it's pretty grindy. You're gonna be doing you're gonna be doing a lot of fishing before you advance the story. And then when you advance the story, you'll be doing a lot of fishing before you advance the next side of the story. But ultimately, you're just trying to find these relics for this collector, and it all goes bad. I'm aware that there is a good and a bad ending. I don't know how to get to each one, so I'm just going to get to whatever one I get to and then go from there, right? So if I get, I'm sure I'll probably get the bad. The bad ending is usually the default ending, so I'm sure I'll get that, and then I'll check out what the good ending is. But I think I'm close. Um, I've got one relic left for the collector. Nice. So I think I'm getting there, but I'm That's digging good. it. I, I will check out that game more. I um, don't know if I would like playing it, but this seems like it's a good type of game that I would enjoy watching somebody else play. So I hope somebody that streams that I watch plays it so I can like kind of watch it and check it out. Get an idea. Yeah. There's times um, yesterday I was just cruising around my little boat. It's like raining. The The water turns like kind of gray and you get like that sea foam on top of it and the wind. I'm just like, God, why don't we have Wind Waker? Like, it is, there's definitely scratching, like, a explore the sea kind of Wind Waker itch going on here, for sure. Yeah, I like that. Um, you made me, when you said different endings, bad endings, something like that, it uh, made me remember that I beat another game this week uh, th- that I had gone back to, uh, Ender Lilies, that Metroidvania that yeah. I started some time ago. Um, I finally got to the end game of that, and I didn't know that there were multiple endings to that game, um until the very end when i got the bad ending not the bad ending but like the the the, not the true ending yeah 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 so like i just was going through normally and killed the boss or whatever and it was like actually a very easy boss fight you know compared to some of the other bosses in the game like there were some really like that was what held me back a lot in that game uh was you know how hard the bosses were like harder than metroid dread and in my opinion and um I got to the final boss and he only had one phase and then it was like kind of like a sad ending or whatever. And it like kind of implied like if you go back and find this item, you know, that's how you can get the true ending. And so I just watched it on YouTube. <laughs> that's what I usually, I was just going to ask yeah. you, how do you feel about that? Cause like I played near um, Automata and loved it, had a blast, got the ending. I was like, this is so good. And then like went and looked it up and there's like nine endings. You're supposed to play the game over and over. And I was like, yeah, I'm not doing that. I don't have time for that. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about games when they, they do that? Because typically this seems to be pretty common, especially in the indie space. You get, I hate that we call it the bad ending, but you get the ending that usually everybody's going to fall across. And then you realize that there's an alternate ending that you could go and obtain by like usually what you said, collecting things. For me, it depends. Like I have to really, really, really be into the game to like, bite on that like undertale is a good example where you know i played through the game and you have to get the neutral ending before you can do the true ending and Mm. so i loved that game enough that i was willing to go back and do the extra things that were needed you know to to get the true ending there i don't know that i would ever like replay a game like from the start to get a different ending that's not true i did for chrono trigger um but um like if it's like do a couple more things like maybe if i'm really into the game sure i will do it but otherwise i'll just watch it on youtube or or whatever xps points out symphony of the night is like less than half the game if you don't go for the true ending i agree with that but also symphony of the night's first ending is kind of like a fake ending like it's ending, but is it? 
It's like one of the Ubisoft fake endings. Mm -hmm. It's not really the ending, though. Yeah. Interesting. That's cool. So ultimately, you enjoyed it? Yeah. Yeah, it was really good. I liked that. The soundtrack was beautiful. The like I said, the boss fights were boss fights were a little brutal, but um, I love the exploration and like the movements and the abilities and stuff. Like if people are looking for like a good indie Metroidvania, I know there's a ton of them out there, but that's a really good one. I remember Elaine playing it. I feel like I remember Garrett playing it. Uh, it's yeah. been on my wish list for a while, yeah, but I'm good. not that into Metroid, so it's I haven't bid on it. It'd have to be really cheap. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, it's fair. All right. Anything else before we jump into this week in Nintendo? Good. We talked a little bit a little bit about the Mario movie already. Uh, Screen Rant, the website Screen Rant, did an interview with Miyamoto and Chris Melodondry good from job. Illumination. Did I say that right? I don't know. You did a good job. <laughs> so I, I was looking at it. I was like, oof, that's a name. <laughs> <laughs> and they said it would appear as though the Super Mario Bros. movie is just the start of the two companies' partnership. As Mr. Miyamoto says, that he is sure that they will continue to partner with the animation firm for future projects. He said there's nothing to announce right now, of course. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I think it makes sense. Um, the Mario movie is doing pretty well uh, as far as uh, box office goes. It made $66.4 million globally on its first day. In 11 different countries, it was the top animated launch day ever. Well. Wow. It's projected to reach $368 million globally before the weekend is over. Justice for Sean. I mean, sure. (laughs) The soundtrack is on Spotify. That's not even... Okay. The soundtrack is on Spotify. I Am 8-Bit has a physical soundtrack up for pre-order, CD, vinyl, cassette. If you are interested, the soundtrack is really awesome. There are a couple, Donnie, there are a couple tracks that got replaced with licensed music in the movie. And I think that was a terrible decision. Like there's mm. this really awesome Donkey Kong remix track. It is so good. And it's just not in the movie. Oh, it's a bummer. It is a big bummer. I heard it afterwards bummer. and I'm like, this would have been awesome. Like it is so good. That song. I saw yeah. the, the Blu-rays are also going up and there's like certain special packages at Target and stuff where you get Blu-ray cases that look like a star. And mm. I didn't look into it, but I saw them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, what do you think about future animation projects with uh, with with Illumination specifically? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, it would be. I mean, look, the way this business works: if something is popular and profitable, they're going to do it. They're going to do more of them. Like that's the nature mm-hmm. of the business. So, as long as it sells, are they going to make more? Yeah, they're going to make more. It shouldn't come to surprise anybody. Anything that becomes an like financial success, they're going to do more of. Because not every, it's actually kind of hard. Not every, a lot of movies swing and miss. So anything that actually lands, they're going to do more of. You can almost, I'd, at this point, if the cells are this good, you could probably already expect three or four of them. Because mm-hmm. even if the second one doesn't do as well, they'll do it again. <laughs> so yeah, good, good, good on them. You get to see more Mario movies, I guess. The after credit scene does kind of set up a sequel a little bit or like tease like what could be sure. coming. Of course, I feel like that was expected. Uh, so, yeah, I think it would be silly to think that there wouldn't be a sequel to this at the very least. I would I've seen like a lot of people and I know again, I know that there you know might be questions about this coming up, but like 
I feel like people who are saying, oh, they should, you know, make a Zelda movie next or they should make a Metroid movie next. They're still going to be working with Illumination. Illumination would not do a good job with those movies. I don't know why people want that. They think they want it. It's not going to be good. Um, They're going to do another Mario movie and that's what they should be doing. Like, that's the only thing that is going to appeal to the mass markets. Like, you're not going to get... $66, $66 million globally on the first day for a Zelda movie or for a Metro movie or for anything else besides Mario. That I just want to say that's, that's really impressive. Top animated launch day ever. You're talking about things like toy story and all that. Like that's impressive. Yeah. Yeah. Not in this country, not in us, but like in other countries, Mexico, Argentina, like other countries. Yeah. Uh, we'll just go ahead and do this one now. Al writes, what Nintendo series do you want Illumination to make next besides Duck Hunt? Duck Hunt. <laughs> so piggybacking um, off of what you said, I agree with you. I mean, Illumination isn't, one, they're just not even the right fit for something like a Zelda or a Metroid. Um, I expect the next movies will be Mario movies, but I do wonder, could they do a Mario movie that has a heavy spin on like Donkey Kong? So it's like the Donkey Kong Mario movie. I think that's the only thing that would like work. That. Yeah. yeah. So I think anything within the Mario universe, yes. I think Yoshi would be hard to do on its own. Ooh, interesting. Um, what do you think about that? The only other Splatoon. What What would a movie be though? Like I feel like it doesn't have that like big appeal. Oh, I'm with you. I I just I just think it's a great thought like it's a great thing to just think about like do you think let's say we get super mario bros movie three or whatever do you think you see a splatoon character like pop in and like just start splatting something or that'd be a neat little easter egg that i think no because that would break splatoon lore oh humans are extinct in splatoon lore fair um also i think the only other one that i would really want to see that i think could possibly work would be kirby Ooh. For ant for illumination specifically. Yeah. That's good. I don't think I I love Kirby and I don't think I want a Kirby movie. That's a lot of Kirby. <laughs> but could be fun. Could be fun. Like if it was but a Kirby. Kirby doesn't movie, even talk, right? Kirby just like it, makes like noises. Correct. If it was like a Kirby movie that like turned into like a Smash Bros movie, that'd be fucking awesome. <laughs> that would be uh, cool. But I I don't know. I think a Smash Bros. movie is an interesting idea. Yeah, I don't know maybe. if they I don't know if they'd want to go so far into like physical violence, even animated, but I think there's you can make a lot of claim that like a Smash Bros. movie where they take on like a subset of Nintendo characters and you add in some third party stuff. Do I think something like that would be successful? Yeah, I do. I don't know if Illumination's the best people. They're the minions, right? Yes. So they like do like, you know silly you know kid cartoon comedy things yeah so i don't know if that's the right fit but like could i see an animated smash brothers movie where like sonic is there and ryu and it's awesome yeah i can envision that being awesome yeah i i I think if it was done right sure do i think illumination is the right ones to do it debatable (laughs) Correct. correct yeah yeah anything else on the mario movie miyamoto why is he needs to retire He's still seems very like gung ho. He does. It's been a long time, but you know, he's the figurehead. So. Yeah. 
And Nintendo announces free Joy-Con repairs for Switch owners in select countries. I feel like wasn't this a headline two years ago? Um, two years ago, they announced that they were like extending the like the warranty, right? They were doing it, um, but for a limited time. There was like a time period that they would fix all Joy-Con repairs. While they had like those class action lawsuits that most have been dismissed, this time the European Commission basically forced them to do this. They're like, hey, your product is so shoddy that you you need to do this to our market, or they, this, I guess, threaten some action. This didn't happen already? I thought it mm-hmm. happened already. Maybe I dreamed it. Oh, my God. So in a new statement shared by Nintendo on its support site, it was said that the Switch Joy-Cons will now qualify to be repaired, yet free of charge, until further notice. Uh, in an effort for Nintendo to continue to provide high-quality video game products, these repairs, however, will only be made available to those in European Economic Area, United Kingdom, and Switzerland. So yeah. if you are anywhere else, tough nuggets, you cannot get your Joy-Cons repaired for free. So when they had their class action lawsuits came, and they were actually going to court, Nintendo opened up that they would be fixing Joy-Con repairs, like outside. And I think those were limited for a certain time. Mm-hmm. And at some point, like at the almost at the end of COVID, they kind of closed some of that down if i recall correctly but this time the european commission was like no you 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 need to just do this because we have a lot of complaints and uh, nintendo relented at least in the european market okay my joy con are fine usually some compressed air fixes any kind of drift of all the years and all the joy con that i've ever had i've only had an issue with one joy con Mm -hmm. and i swapped the stick myself i realized that's not something people should have I also realized that that's not the common case. I've had a lot of people that yeah, every time I every time I bring that up on a podcast, there's like always two people in the Discord. They're like, "Hey, I've had 16 pairs of Joy-Con. They all drift." Um, so I I I realize that that's not the standard equivalent. But um, yeah, I've only had an issue with a one Joy-Con, and it was a custom Joy-Con, which is ultimately who I blame. Hmm. Maybe maybe I'm just not as hard on controllers, or as I've often thought, maybe I switch out Joy-Con too long. You know, maybe I'm always getting new Joy-Con and I don't ever keep them long enough to make them drift. That's maybe. possible. Possibly, yeah. I've had some drift. That's like not even the worst of my problem. I have one. I think it's my Animal Crossing Joy-Con where uh, the rail or whatever, it doesn't lock in. So if I'm like gaming too hard, it slides up and yeah. gets disconnected. And I can't. I feel like I can't use that Joy-Con anymore because... I had a- it, so annoying one of jack's kids uh one of the kids that came to jack's birthday party tried to force a joy con in the wrong direction and did that to a joy con that's and i was very angry i just yeah, had to throw it i just too. threw it away oh. i was like I'm oh no yeah it was a mess that sucks i'm excited about this next headline donnie i know it's not a lot of information yet but i think it has potential nintendo okay. and dna d-e-n-a Establish a joint venture company called Nintendo Systems. There's a website in Japanese for it right now. Their focus is on creating new technological innovations in entertainment and delivering Nintendo entertainment to consumers. I put this on Discord and I tagged you because I thought you might be interested in this. Tell me, and I saw that tag and I was just like, I don't know why. I don't know why I'm interested. Because I feel like, obviously, we don't know what they're going to be doing yet. But, like, I think this wording is interesting, like, for two reasons. The new technological innovations 
and delivering Nintendo entertainment to consumers. So, you know, all those times that we've talked about, like making, you know, the Switch Online games available in other places, uh, making it so that, like, you know, we can access things like through our phones, through the PC. Like, I feel like that is like interesting wording to like maybe going in a direction other than Nintendo consoles, but then also creating new technological innovations, like as part of that, like, this is, like I feel like we've talked about this at some point, but it still sounds bizarre every single time I say it. Is like I feel like Nintendo wants to create a device that is not just for gaming, but like replaces, you know, your phone in some way. Like you know, oh, not wow. necessarily for like calls, you know, or text or anything, but like is like the entertainment app that is your Nintendo device that like has you do like day-to-day stuff. And like, we've seen Nintendo like experiment with stuff like that on like the Wii U with like the call, the weird call app and stuff like that. And like, you know, I just feel like they want to do what other people aren't doing. And I feel like this is a next step for them to create a device that is like more everyday use type of device. Okay. That is a Nintendo device. My take on it originally when I first saw it was DNA mainly focused on mobile partnering with Nintendo engineers to create this Nintendo systems. I was thinking purely integration. This is an engineering place. They're going to do API integrations. They're going to talk about how to make systems talk to each other, how to make tools talk to each other. Maybe they're going to be very influential on the next software development kit. I was thinking maybe more background on that with, with maybe like pie in the sky a refocus on mobile Okay. Um, going back to mobile. I wasn't thinking about it kind of as, as deep as you are, although I, I think those are good points. You're right. Nintendo has tried to break into daily life. I don't know if necessarily a device is the best way, but I mean, we've seen them. They've been doing sleep monitoring. They've done like Wii Fit stuff. Like they're, they've got the Pikmin walk thing, plus their mobile games. Like they kind of have like this idea. You can see it kind of being formed that they want to be, around more often they want to be involved more often in kind of your daily life um, outside of games or if they can gamify something that people do they think there's like a a, maybe some room for growth there i mean i've i just strictly want it to be gaming focused um because that's really all i want from nintendo um but i was i mean i've always hoped that maybe that they would build a true nintendo app that would actually be the thing that we want it to be and that would be my pie in the sky hope for this. I don't think it's going to be there, but my pie in the sky hope is that one day Nintendo launches the Nintendo app that integrates with your Nintendo console that has its own mobile games on it. So you don't have to go to a different store and download different things. You can launch them all from there that is integrated with Nintendo switch online. You can play Nintendo NSO games on it as well. I can just and- have this whole big Nintendo app. I I would love that too. I think that would be fantastic. And I feel like the fact that it's DNA that they're partnering with for this, delivering entertainment to consumers. And they're good at that. They are. They are. And I just looked up just now the, um, you know, things that DNA, am I saying that right? Yeah, no, you are. It's DNA. Mm -hmm. Um, Has worked on. They, you know, have worked on Mario Kart Tour, Pokemon Masters. Uh, Fire Emblem Heroes, Animal Crossing Pocket Camp, yep. Mitomo, Super Mario Run. Like, and they all of those involved. games had a lot of, and it may be looked over as not a big deal, but a lot of those games had integrations with either my Nintendo or like Nintendo Online. You could click a button that would give you things in those games mm-hmm. or would download or vice versa. So if there was an uh, a venture 
to kind of make that pie in the sky hope that I described happen, this kind of would look like it. Um, Cause I would love the idea of you have like your Nintendo app on your phone and you have your Nintendo app on your switch and it's like the same app and you can open it and you know, like all of your updates are there. Your messages are there. Group things are there. Um, you could use your phone. You could use your console. Like that would be ideal. Here's something that is promising to what you just said that I didn't know. DNA it owns Mobage platform. It is one of the most popular cell phone platforms in Japan. It's mm. a portal and social network for games owned by DNA. Which is what I'm basically describing. A portal and yeah. social network yep. for games based on the yep. Nintendo. Exactly. So I feel like it could go kind of in that direction. Yeah, because the Nintendo Which app sucks. Would be good. Yeah. But they've tried. It's this, not very good. This would be very good. I like this partnership. So I thought that's why you might be, you know, interested in it. That's why. I yeah, I just I didn't know if I'd missed something. If there was like a rumor or something around nah. that I didn't know about. Nah, but no, we're all, we're on the same page. We're on the yeah. same page. Yeah. Cool. And then we have a couple quick hitter news uh, stories just to touch on. Pokemon Stadium from the N64 is coming to the Switch Online expansion pack this week on the 12th. I'm excited for that one, Donnie. I love Pokemon Stadium. Yeah, yeah, I'll definitely. Well, no, I don't have the expansion pack, so I won't get to. I have it on N64. Hmm. You can boot it up the old-fashioned way. Guess you can't play with me. I told Jack, I was like, it doesn't integrate. Because he was excited. He was so hoping that it was going to. I was like, yeah, it's not doing anything with anything. I'm excited for to them to do Pokemon Stadium 2 because um, I have not played that one. You can do if you go to the, like the Game Boy pack, you try to play Pokemon, it's just be like, insert. It's just going to say insert in your <laughs> thing. And it's, yeah, it's be a little weird. Yeah. But I like the mini games, though. Yeah. Stadium's that's what, dope. That's where the fun is. Yeah. Stadium's dope. Final Fantasy Pixel Remaster is coming to Switch later this month on the 19th. I'm going to get that because I've never played Final Fantasy VI before and I really want to play it. <laughs> Nothing nice to say about Final Fantasy ever, so I'm going to commit to the bit. They fixed the font. Oh, did they? Mm-hmm. So these are the things that already came out on mobile, right? I don't know. I thought they came to mobile like a year ago or whatever. Mobile. And then, like, they weren't coming to PC and they didn't come to Switch. And then people are all angry because they weren't coming to Switch. And then well, yeah, made... people. So it just got announced, I think, for, um, I want to say PS4. And it got announced Switch. for everything I don't but Xbox. Know what you're ta- the thing I don't that know I know what... about is that Xbox people. I don't know what angry. you're talking about, mobile. I don't, this is not a mobile game. I thought they announced them for, no? I don't know what you're talking about. No. Okay. You're thinking of something else. I mean, I'm yeah, I'm definitely not the uh, go-to authority on. That would be insane thought, if this came out on mobile. I don't. Maybe I'm wrong. Was it PC? It's announced for PC. It only? was all, yeah. It's on. It's been on PC. Okay. Okay. So Spagoo says they released on mobile and PC. What is on mobile? I thought so. I, I know no people idea. were mad. People were so mad when it was announced. They're like what? I it's know, not even coming to Switch. No idea. But it is coming out on Switch and PS4. Already available on PC via Steam and iOS and Android. Yeah. On okay. the Square Enix website. I didn't know that. So, yeah. Fun, the, the Final Fantasy fans can finally get in on the fun. How much, do you I have any idea how much it costs? It yeah, it's like so expensive. I wanted to get thinking. the physical version, but it was like ridiculously priced and it sold out. Um, on, let me see. 
Final Fantasy Pixel Remaster for Switch. It is loading. Give me a second. They're going to make so much money off this. $75. Wow. Mm-hmm. They're going to make so much money off of this. <laughs> Good and for them. You can only get it digitally because it was only available physically on the Square Enix store and it sold out right away. I didn't get it on time because I was working. Yeah. I'm not in Final Fantasy, so. Yeah. Out of sight, out of mind. Uh, and I'm getting it for one game. Like, am I stupid? I'm oh, stupid. you can even buy the games individually? You have to buy the no. whole thing? Mm-hmm. Oh, Rebecca. Shouldn't you just, like, emulate that or something? Yeah, but I want to play the remaster. I'm with you. I'm, I get it. I don't know. We'll see. Maybe I'll wait for a sale. I don't know. And then EA Sports FC officially confirms to switch due yeah. July 2023. What is that? It's FIFA. And when this came out, a lot of people are like, what is it? It's FIFA. Uh, for those that don't know, FIFA, the EA lost the license to FIFA in an ongoing negotiation. So EA eventually said, screw it. We'll just do it ourselves. So the new game is EA Sports Football Club. Uh, I think a lot of people thought it was Fight Club. I think maybe it was a UFC game. Nope, it's Football Club. It's the new FIFA from EA. And it's so still this coming is just still FIFA, coming to but Switch. it's not called FIFA? Correct. Oh, yep. okay. Is this the okay. first time FIFA is on Switch? No, no. But a lot of people thought with the rebrand that maybe they would stop being on Switch because it's like one of the few sports games that EA publishes on Switch. And no, that's that's why this is notable. It, it will, will continue to release on Switch. It'll probably be the same that they've been doing as I understand they have like a next gen version of FIFA that is everywhere else. And they keep adding and updating a last gen version of FIFA that they're releasing on switch. Um, Not to change back to the final fantasy pixel remaster. G man just sure. said in chat that you can get each one separately. And he is right. Final fantasy six, 1799. Boom. Thank there you, you go. There I'm you go. Saving, See, <laughs> we just like saved her 70 bucks. 65 bucks. <laughs> 60, 60 bucks. <laughs> Rebecca's like, this sucks. I guess got to buy it anyway. That's the only one that I want to play. <laughs> I found that hard to believe. I was like, wow, they're going to make you buy every one of them? Wow. But like, if it were Nintendo, it would oh, be I, I totally believed. When you said it, it was completely believable. I was like, what a racket. Look at these people. Um, but it was believable because, honestly, Final Fantasy fans are so devout that they're, like you said, it, it's sold out. They buy them all anyway. So would I believe it? I definitely would believe it. But it's good. It's good. You can just out 20 bucks. That's not too bad. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah, so cool. Are, do, are you into FIFA? Is that something you do? Eh, not, not usually. I'll play it every now and again. Usually, like, around the World Cup. Like, when we get, like, the big global World Cup type things, I usually pop in and play some soccer. But not year to year. No. Okay. Well, that does it for the news. Why don't we jump into the questions? Questions direct from you. Uh, Jay writes in, he's an honor of the Mario movie. What's your favorite bad movie? I'm guessing he thinks the Mario movie was bad. He says mine is Good Burger. I'm sorry. That is a good movie. I think that fits. I don't think it's a good movie as people (laughs) like it, but I think that fits. So I was really excited about this question. Maybe more than any question I've ever been asked on any podcast ever. So Rebecca, I have an affinity for loving good, bad movies. Love okay. them. I think yeah, it's my... Yeah, you're, you're, this question is more for you. 
this is like definitely my horror roots where man, so many horror movies are so bad. Like you almost to like horror movies, you almost have to enjoy a bad movie. So I've got a bunch and I told him I was going to sit back and think about them. And I did. And, um, I came up with a bunch, so I'll do all the horror ones out of the way. Idle hands, cabin fever, leprechaun, urban legends, killer clowns from outer space. Any of those do anything for you? I've never heard of any single one of those. All right. That's why I wanted to read them all at once because I've got one. Here's the one that I want you to know. Anybody out there listening to me. One of my favorite horror movies of all time is a terrible movie by all accounts, but it's called night of the comet. And it is freaking awesome. I love night of the comet. So if you're looking for a cool, obscure horror movie off the shelf, find night of the comet and give it a watch. I also have a deep love for like apocalypse movies and disaster movies. And they're almost across the board. Terrible. And I love them all. Dante's peak, Godzilla, Twister, 2012, Volcano, Day After Tomorrow, got all of them. Greenland, great. Oh, I love them. Johnny, They're great. I went to go see Knowing. Have you seen that movie? Knowing. Yes. Nick yeah, Cage yeah, yeah. For my birthday, the year that it came out, and it was so terrible. I was so pissed off leaving that theater. Oh, uh, that makes me think of um, the happening. Everybody hated the happening. The Shyamalan movie with. Uh, Wahlberg, nothing. No. Oh well, man, it's it's cool. It's like the the plants make people kill themselves. It's it's awesome. I, I don't. Everybody like hated it. It has like a Rotten Tomatoes of like nine percent. Like, why am I wasting it. my time watching this? I could be doing literally anything else. Uh, I can't see. Says end of days. It's a really really good one. Um, he asked me to read off the first ones again. All right, the horror ones: uh, Idle Hands, Cabin Fever, Leprechaun, Urban Legends, Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Um, I'll also throw out two of the best good, bad movies, blood sport and roadhouse. Those movies are terrible movies, but they're so much fun. You've got to watch them. I'm still getting looks from Rebecca here. I'm not sure if I'm showing my age. Any of these roadhouse, Patrick nope. Swayze. I'm not a movie person. Oh man. Uh, how about this one? This is from nineties. Deep blue sea. Really sharks. Really? Nothing. Oh. Showgirls. I've heard of that one. It's got the save by the bell girl in it. Yeah. Yeah. It's about strippers and stuff. It was a rated yeah. X or whatever. It was terrible. Like, yeah, it's, it's, and it is a terrible movie, but uh, my wife watched it. I think we watched it like two years ago. She never watched the whole thing fully. So I, and I, I own the movie and we watched it and she was like, it's pretty like cringy, but in a good way, like it's entertaining, but it's terrible. Um, I brought another nineties one for you. Waterworld. Kevin Costner? Nothing? I know who Kevin <laughs> Costner is. I don't know that movie. Um, Brink? Disney movie? It's just all, all of the air is just deflating. My, my sales are coming down here. I'm not, I'm not a movie person at all. Demolition Man. I've heard of that one. I don't Sylvester know Sylvester Stallone, Snipes? Uh, Why did right. I watch a bad movie? All right. Uh, Street Fighter, Mortal Kombat from the 90s. I think both count. Um, Vin Diesel's Triple X, if nobody ever watched it, I also think counts. And then uh, the last one that I just thought of on my little list here that I put together is Over the Top. Have you ever seen Over the Top? Nope. It is a movie starring Sylvester Stallone as a truck driver whose son is taken away from him. And to get his son back, Sylvester Stallone has to win an arm wrestling tournament. And when he arm wrestles, he turns his hat around backwards 
These are some of my favorite things. Oh, I love these movies. I love a good, bad movie. I get, I almost get giddy if you can't hear it in my voice when I find one. When I find like a really bad movie that I really enjoy, I get really excited about it. My answer so. to this question is The Room by Tommy Wiseau. Hmm. I want to say I think I've seen it, but I can't specifically recall it. The Room. That's the best movie ever. Am I... I'm wondering if I have the wrong thing. I mean, I think I'm thinking of like a box art with like a wallpaper on it. Is that it? I don't know. I don't know if there's box art. Oh yeah. No, I don't really don't think this is it. No, this is different. You should watch it. I should. Yes. Will you watch one of mine? Okay. <laughs> Which one? Sean's with, or Ryan's with you. Ryan's Donnie. The room. <laughs> So he must be in on it. Yeah, I, I have not seen that one. Okay. Ryan knows. Ryan knows. Okay, I'll give it a look. I love a good bad movie, so I'll okay, put it Okay, which on one's there. okay? This might not be anything like your bad movies, though. That's okay. Which which one do I need to watch? <sighs> That's such a good question, Chat. Which one do you think we should ask Rebecca to watch? I feel like over the top. Yeah, I was gonna say something really like corny. Over the top is good. Um, because yeah, I don't know if you like dig the horror stuff, um, or a lot of these other ones, I would say over the top or maybe, maybe Brink. If you don't like over top. You want to kill it after 15 minutes, maybe give Brink a try. Brink is a nineties Disney movie about rollerblading, competitive rollerblading. <laughs> it's very like kind of mighty it has, ducks. It has an exclamation mark at the end. <laughs> Wait, why does it use the same font as like freaking like indiana jones or something damn it chris is brink. brink is so good okay i'll watch i'll watch brink <laughs> yeah i don't think roadhouse is rebecca's jam ryan i don't think she just wants to see people just getting beat up and broken limbs and stuff i'll do it all <sighs> right um next one is from g-man donnie if you were to watch the mario movie what would you think <laughs> Um, and he also asks, what would be a fun Easter activity with Nintendo characters? Uh, I honestly think my expectation will be that it would, it's really good. Um, it's probably chock full of Mario things, and I'll probably like it. That's what I would expect. Uh, nothing like over the moon about. I wouldn't go crazy about it. Um, but I think I, if you're asking me to guess how I'll come away from it, that's probably be my guess. A lot of times with like cartoon movies especially that are really designed for kids. Like I'll spend a quarter of the time on my phone, like looking at Reddit and things like that, you know, in between like jokes and stuff. Shame. It's just the plots are just very shallow and I don't really, you know, like you're going to miss all the references in the background. If you do that, see point breaks, a good one. Nice. Uh, fun Easter activity to do with Nintendo characters. Rebecca go. Yoshi's egg hunt. Good. Good answer. Better answer than I've got. Uh, Canadian Crawler writes in, not a question, but a few weeks, Donnie asked if Animal Crossing fans wanted a remake. Fans absolutely want a remake or remaster of Wild World. The interactions with the villagers are among the best in the franchise, but the graphics are the very worst. Yeah, they're DS graphics. I hate DS graphics. Damn. That would be a good one to remake if they were to remake any of them. Nice. Do we get DS remasters? No. Joe says the buzz this week was PlayStation might have a portable system coming. Do you expect more competition from the console makers for Nintendo 
And if so, what do you think that means for Switch 2? I think everybody kind of follows suit with what Nintendo does. I know they're not the first to do a hybrid, portable, whatever console. Uh, but I think people do see the success. And I think Sony might, you know, want to dip back into that water that they, you know, they did the Vita, the PSP in the past. I think it would be, you know, kind of silly for these companies to not at least be thinking about, well, wait, maybe we can do a hybrid console too. You know, even if it's just like on the side or whatever. Cause I know PlayStation has like, you know, they require games, you know, with more power and stuff than, than Nintendo. Um, what do I think it means for the switch Two? I think that Nintendo is always, you know, the one doing something different. So if everybody else starts to do this, they're going to do something different. So everyone needs to back off and let Nintendo just let this be their thing. Let them cook. Yeah. I think you're right. Um, I think you said most everything. Look, when you're that successful, expect competition. People aren't just going to let you just be that successful because they like you. That's not how the world of business works. Um, I would be surprised if everybody wasn't thinking of doing something portable right now, especially as it looks like the, the return on investment for power is lessening. Right, we're getting diminishing results and diminishing returns with every upgrade and every GPU. You know, it's just getting like a little bit more frames, a little bit more stable. We're not getting these large leaps forward. So where's the room to innovate at the lower end? Where you can run, you know, things that you could never expect in the palm of your hand. But what PlayStation is doing doesn't count, right? By all accounts, this is like a remote play device. That's not the same thing. Does that is it competition? Sure, but not the right competition. The, oh, I, this is an actual thing. I thought this was a rumor. The, well, is it is a rumor, play? but the oh. rumor is reporting that they're coming out with a remote play device. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. Um, and that's the thing, right? PlayStation and Xbox are running PC x86 architecture. Um, to run that handheld is basically Steam Deck. That's really expensive. And that's a such a, it's a real, that's a huge commitment. Um, especially when they're already kind of doing it with Steam Deck. And for as great as the Steam Deck is, and as much as people hear about it in the gaming sphere, it's not like selling tens of millions. I think they've sold like a million of them, mm-hmm. you know? So I think Nintendo's eyes are much bigger. The hard thing for for PlayStation Xbox to do to support a device like that is what Nintendo has done. Is Nintendo is instead of committing to the top tier, and then trying to port down, Nintendo's in the opposite way. Nintendo is committed to the bottom. They said, this is our base. Our base is the Switch. It's the portable. And then you can dock it and play it better, but the base is the Switch. So it's a whole different thing. Like, they've adopted an ARM architecture. That's why it's so friendly with mobile. That's why we get so many mobile ports. Like, they went in the opposite direction. So even if Xbox was to come out with a native portable, I think it'd be really, really hard to replicate what the switch is and to get support for it and to make sure you have a full library. I think that's why it's much easier for them to look at streaming remote play, partnering with PC, partnering with the PC handhelds that are coming out because it's still a niche. You're not going to sell 115 million steam decks. Right. So Nintendo's got its own little space over there. And, uh, but I do think they'll get more competition too. 
And I think competition is good overall, too. Like, I'm glad that the Steam Deck exists, you know, to push kind of Nintendo a little bit. Um, you know, seeing the power difference, seeing the capability differences. Competition is always a good thing. I didn't know that this PlayStation thing was a remote play device. That does, you know, change things. But, yeah, like you said, like, it's it would be silly for them not to, like, at least look at that and think, like, you know, what what more could we do with this? Um but yeah, I, I hope Nintendo does stick with it. I've said time and time again, I would be sad if they moved away from that. Yeah, no, I think I, I think most people would. And I I mean, you don't, they're not going to. If you don't sell that many, the sales would have to fall off before they try to pivot away from it, I think. Yeah, agreed. Um, Greg says, I mean, honestly, before we even move on, that, I mean, that's the issue with the Wii U, right? And they didn't pivot away from it. People think they did because they, because they put a tablet on it, but it was just the Wii. It was the Wii with a tablet. Yeah. Right. All right. Uh, Greg says, do you think the acquisition movement has ended? If not, who do you think could be next? And do you think Nintendo will bring in any other studios? I'd love to see them add another Western studio. I don't think I don't necessarily want them to. I think we've talked about this before. Maybe me and Garrett talked about it. I don't know. But um, I, I'd rather see what Nintendo is doing and just working closely with these companies. You know, I think we see that from Nintendo more than them acquiring studios like could they acquire, you know, retro studios? Sure. Do they need to? No, they're doing just fine working with them. And, you know, I don't know. I, I think it hurts overall when, when these companies are acquiring like, like little studios. Sure. That's fine. But like big studio acquisitions, there's not really any point in my opinion. Okay. Do you feel differently? slightly uh i mean i feel differently on the there's no point i definitely think i would rather a studio be acquired by a corporation than closed down and i think oh, in well, some of those sure. cases me that's too. i think in some cases that's usually on the table um i don't know about i i agree with you though on your first point nintendo seems to foster very close second party exclusive relationships mm-hmm. and they're very supportive and we've seen that with with so many of their studios, with Level 5, with Retro, with um, Grezzo, you know, like, could they acquire some of their partners? Sure, but I think that's not really their MO. Uh, and typically, they like to, I think they like having kind of like a second party, an external party that they're not running and they're not, and it keeps them light, keeps them flexible, probably keeps their their um, commitments, you know, to their, um, trying to think of the word, their expenses low. Mm-hmm. So it's probably good for shareholders. Um, to be that kind of liquid and that that fluid. So I think that works for them. Although I wouldn't mind seeing them add another Western studio. But to be honest with you, if Nintendo was to go shopping, I would expect that they would do what they did with DNA. They would pick up stakes and I would expect them to turn towards probably developers nobody's ever heard of. Probably support studios, mobile studios, people have done work on other games that are outside of our console world. I think that's what they would target. I don't think they would actually yeah. buy somebody. And I think, you know, if they are going to acquire somebody, I would rather it be like those little studios that like maybe we've never heard of before that really can't function on their own without being bought out. Um, You know, I think studios that they work very closely with like Retro, like that functions on its own, you know, and doesn't need to be acquired to do better work. Um, If that makes sense, like working with Nintendo is like a second party type relationship, I think is mutually beneficial without the need like to be exclusively with them. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. 
I wanted to look it up. Look what up? I wanted to look up retro. Trying to get to you know, trying to get to Wikipedia. I thought I thought retro was owned outright by them. I don't think so. So I know not all of theirs are. It they um it was founded as an alliance between Nintendo and Iguana Entertainment. Oh, maybe it is. It says that Nintendo's a parent company. Is that the same thing as Yeah. Yeah. Okay, then maybe retro is a bad example, but overall my point stands. Yeah. No, but they have others. They have several others. They have multiple others like that. I'm trying to remember who is the um not who who made Oh my god, I feel like I can't. I hate when this happens. I'm on a podcast, I'm trying to remember something I can't. Because you can't just like stop doing everything to look it up. Who made who makes Luigi's Mansion? We're gonna look it up. up. (laughs) I think I said level five, and that's not right. It's like um next level. Next level game. Okay. So they got bought out. But they only got bought out because their their shareholders were gonna sell. Like they they were like, hey, Nintendo, like we're gonna make a lot of money off of this. We're gonna sell. But like they've been ex- like exclusively like a second party, like Game Freak, as Wigoop says, for so long. And Nintendo yeah. has a bunch of those. There's like 10 studios that they're like Okay, better example than retro. Game Freak, HAL, yeah, Intelligent Hal, Systems, yep. Camelot. Platinum and, games. And you would think all of these studios are first party studios because that's all they do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like all they do is make Nintendo games Grezzo. for the most part. But, um, but yeah, but they're not, you know, they're not necessarily on the books, ran, maintained, operated by Nintendo. They have some autonomy. To, on like their I don't own, need, I don't need them to buy Grezzo. Like, correct. Correct. Mercury Steam. Like, yeah. Cool. Uh, Kate says, what video game will you spend your life defending against internet opinions? Good question. Internet opinion. Is that supposed to be like games that other people don't like? That's yeah. That's how I would take it. Or maybe you hate a game that everybody loves. I guess it works that way too. Well, it says defending. (laughs) Oh, well, I guess. I don't know. What do you have? Far Cry five. Yeah. Also, probably the for one that, you. What's that one that you like? This what's that pseudo game? No more heroes. Yeah, you defend that one. I like it. I don't want to say I defend it. Like review scores are bad for it, and I usually think those review scores are uh, probably right. You know, like that's it's a good bad video game, kind of like our movie mm-hmm. talk from earlier. I would never be like. This is a 10 out of 10. I would never defend it. I'm trying to think. I don't know. But I do defend Far Cry 5. People hate that game. That game's amazing. I don't know if I have anything like this. Oh, man. Defending. Man, I wish I thought about this before. It's got to be. Everybody has a game that they really like that I don't think a lot of, you know, that. I'm trying to think. Astral Chain probably fits for me. I remember that game. I love Astral Chain. I think it's one of yeah. the best exclusives on the system. I think a lot of people just think it's okay. It's mediocre. Let me keep thinking. Let's do the rest of the questions right. and I'll keep thinking. Sure. 
Drew wants to know, do you think Nintendo will ever do another mini console again? He says he'd love to have a mini GameCube. Um, is that like talking about like the SNES classic, the yeah. NES classic? I think the only one that would ever have a shot is the N64, but I don't think that's going to happen at this point with like, I don't think there were enough games for them to put on an N64 classic. I think a GameCube classic will never happen. I'm sorry. If they did an N64 classic and hang on, G-Man says Pokemon Rumble is his, and I'm going to throw out Pokemon Quest too. People hate it when Pokemon Quest was shown off. That game is awesome. One of my favorite Pokemon games in so many years. Um, so if they ever made an N64 Classic Mini, what cartridge would they put in it, in the mold? Hmm? What, what, do you, what do you think, what cartridge, cartridge would be in the mold? What are you talking about? So like, think of an N64, right? You had, a car, you had to put a cartridge in it. They're yeah. not just, or do you think they're just going to have an N64 with no cartridge? Like what it's are you just talking blank? about? The, the Super Nintendo Classic don't have a cartridge in it. Oh, I guess you're right. I always thought that there would be like one on top of it. No, no I guess you're right. Not. I have one right over there. Don't yeah. have a cart in it. Dang. Um, well, to answer Drew, yeah, I don't know if we're ever going to get another one. If they did, I think the one to do that would sell would be a Game Boy. They could come out with like a little Game Boy with some games Maybe. on it. I think people would buy that. Mini. <laughs> I don't think people, I mean, I would love a 64 or a GameCube. I think a GameCube would sell gangbusters. Um, but yeah, the thing is that basically the Super Nintendo and the NES ones, like those are like little Raspberry Pis, right? You don't need a lot to emulate those games. It's super cheap. I don't think we're quite there yet with GameCube. So I don't think that would happen. I think that's why we don't have a whole lot of GameCube emulation on Switch at all. So Probably. Yeah, I don't think it's there yet. Me neither. Okay, I got some answers potentially. This isn't really quite fitting the the um Ricardo says no, hang on, Ricardo says <laughs> no cartridge pre-install game. No, no, we know. <laughs> I know that the games can pre-installed. I just I thought that so much of the look for me is like having something there. I thought maybe they would have like a, you know, a placeholder there or something. Like a just Mario 64. Yeah. And I was thinking like, what would that yeah. game be? Maybe like it would a Mario be Mario 64. Sticker. Yeah. Yeah. It would okay. Be, yeah. Sorry. No, it's okay. Um, no, I think you're thinking because, hold on. I got to show you now. The Hallmark. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I have that too. Yeah. Exactly. That's what you're thinking of. Yeah, in my head, I was like, well, the Hallmark it? Orna- Christmas ornament has a little um, Super Mario World cart in it. Yeah. Come out or anything, but no, the classic does not. My also, my classic is a uh, Super Famicom Mini, which still has the cartridge slot, but it's not like in the same look. So I've never, again, mm-hmm. the image in my head I had was that. Okay. So yeah, That's I fair. was thinking that they would have a cartridge. I, man, uh, to just have a Super Nintendo 64, to have a Nintendo 64 there with nothing. Just feels off to me for some reason. In a way, the Super Nintendo doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> it does, right? Like, it's just there? <laughs> Wait, there's no game in it? <laughs> my uh, N64 is on the top of my shelf. I'm reorganizing and stuff, but it has Ooh. a cart in it. <laughs> just I gotta get me some Kirby's, one. man. I gotta get me some yeah. Kirby's. 
Um, okay, so it doesn't totally fit the prompt of spend my life defending against internet opinions, but I won't shut up about this. Y'all have still not bought Live Alive. I know you didn't. I know you haven't bought it yet. And you said you would. And I will spend my life defending that game. Y'all said you would buy it and you didn't. So there's that one. choice. Yeah. And also, everybody hates Zelda Four Swords for GBA. I didn't know everybody hated that. Because nobody has played it and they think it's like Triforce Heroes or they think that it is just Four Swords Adventures. At the bottom of every Zelda tier list, people put it because they have this assumption, but they have not played it. It is so good. I really enjoyed it. Well, you just put Triforce Heroes on my list. You can put that on my list. The game is better than people think. And you can put Metroid Federation Force on the list too. Okay. At me. Come get some. Game is good. good. We had fun. Last question comes from the KTP, Kyle the Pug. What is your go-to Easter candy? Mine is Cadbury cream eggs. Uh, not a big, not a big candy person. Easter candy. I like those little eggs that have the malt in them. Like they're like whoppers, but they're little eggs with the candy coating instead of chocolate. No idea. Really? I don't know what yeah. they're called. Uh, malt. I'm just gonna type in malt eggs to see if they have a name. Robin eggs. Yeah, Robin eggs. That's my jam. Okay. Uh, I typically don't like much Easter candy. It's very chocolate-based. Yeah, and chocolate like isn't my gig. Same. But my Easter candy, if it would count, I think it does, because several companies do their own special versions, are probably jelly beans. I like jelly beans. I dig jelly beans, and a lot of folks do Easter versions of jelly beans, Starburst, and stuff like that. See, I get very sick if I eat candy and chocolate. So really? I, I try not to. Like if I have like like a little tiny bit, I'm fine. But if I have like an amount that normal people eat, I get sick. Oh wow! I clearly have no problem eating candy, as you can see. So <laughs> I mean, candy's good, but I just I feel so sick every time I eat it. Sure. Okay. So, yeah, well, I don't do really it. do much for Easter. I'm going to my parents for dinner. That's it. We're having ham. We've got folks coming over in about an hour. Well, have fun. Have fun. I'm going back to work tomorrow. I'm in denial about it. I don't know if fun's the right word. My my wife is adamant that she's going to have like this Easter egg hunt. And I keep, I was just, I was with her last night. I was like, why do you keep doing this? Like she's 16 years old. Like she doesn't, she, you know, she doesn't believe in the Easter bunny. Like she doesn't care. And I think my wife is just like clinging on to childhood, right? So, so like, we're going to do it. We're going to do the Easter egg hunt and everything. And then apparently my daughter just no sold Christmas. I mean, no sold Easter. She just woke up this morning and did not care at all. And I was like, of course, because that's what teenage girls do. Because like, she knows that you cared about this. So of course I was like, you, I don't know. You only bring up her. What about Jack? He, he, Jack's down for whatever, you know, he's, he's like, cool candy. (laughs) He's not like excited about the Easter bunny. Is he doing the egg hunt? He likes the egg hunt because his grandfather always hides a $20 bill in an egg somewhere. Mm-hmm. So to him, it's not really about the egg hunt. To him, it's about finding $20. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he just wants to go find 20 bucks. <laughs> <sighs> That's fair. Spoil. I mean, they're spoiled rotten $20. Yeah. 
Never got twenty dollars in an egg hunt. Twenty dollars? That's well, inflation, so much. Donnie. Inflation. Everything costs more. That's true. I'm if you, you find a quarter in your Easter egg, it's not the same thing anymore as it was when we were kids. I guess you're right. You're definitely right there. I went grocery shopping yesterday. It's just like, oh, my God. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, yeah. I, I laughed this morning. I had a message from my wife. She was like, she didn't even care that we did this. She was like, I'm just not going to do it next year. And I'm like, did she get you, Easter basket? You did this to yourself. Yeah, she got an Easter basket. Easter she had, like, socks awesome. in it and makeup and all that. And yeah, she, I love that stuff. She didn't care at all. Really? Victoria just no sold it and just moved ungrateful she that's the thing with victoria is if she will if she can use it against you she will like she's just like you've got to you've got to protect yourself (laughs) i I told melissa was like all right this is not gonna go use use what against you what like if she knows something like um you know just like when she's getting an ad she's just a teenager right when she thinks you care about something a great deal yeah she knows it's the easiest way to hurt you and it's going to happen. So unless she's in a really good mood, that's a teenager thing. (laughs) Oh, 100% it is. And the sad part is my wife knows that. Like when I was explaining, she's like, I know I'm like, but you're doing it anyway. Yeah. I'm like, okay, so we're just going to go through this. She's doing it because it's not for Victoria. It's Melissa's doing it for herself because I know she finds enjoyment out of it. Yeah. Until teen daughter doesn't care about it and like throws the stuff in the ground then the, there's no more and enjoyment breaks, about it breaks our heart <laughs> yeah see I, that's the different very very good way of pointing out differences because if it was if i was in charge it's like we're not doing this see then then uh victoria will go to college and she'll be different and she'll have a good relationship with you guys again yeah that's what everybody tells us she's 16 yeah 17 16. yeah 16 mm-hmm. Turned 16 in January. Okay. All right. Well, I hope you still find ways to enjoy Easter despite all of that. (laughs) Hey, man. Easter dinner. I'm here. Easter dinner. Have a lot of fun. That's uh, that's that's the sad part is like, it didn't even bother me. I took it in stride. Of course, it was going to happen. You know, like, of course. There you go. All right. Well, enjoy your holiday. Enjoy your week. Hopefully good Nintendo stuff happening this week, and we will see you next time. Bye, Cooper. Whenever you're ready. All right. This is Frederick from Fire Emblem Awakening, and I forgot the line already. What? 